You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Independent Waters. I am your host, Mikey Manfredi, and joining me, as always, is none other than Zach Teeth Batista. Zach, how are you doing, my man? Uh, I'm doing pretty good right now. Uh, I just worked out arm day today. Uh, fucking tired is what I am. <laughs> I bet. Uh, working. Uh, listen, I'm, I I wouldn't know anything about working out because I don't. <laughs> but I can assume you're pretty exhausted. Uh, yeah. so we had some, we had some fun matches this week, I think. Yeah. We had some fun ones for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, one of which is a funny story with it, but we'll get to that when we get to that match. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll cross the bridges when we come to it. Yeah. But this, <laughs> this week, I guess do we want to save it as, as a surprise what our three matches are. Do we, do we want to just get right into it? Or do we want to give everybody a preview of what's coming up? Let's, they have the description. They can see the matches on there. Alright, let's get right into it then. What match are we starting off with this week, Zach? I believe you and I decided upon Cosmo Ryan versus Mystican at Pro Wrestling Legacy. Yes, Cosmo Ryan versus Mystican at Pro Wrestling Legacy. This this uh this match was pretty solid, I think. Yeah. Uh it wasn't the pace I was expecting though when I heard about what Mystican was like. They're like, oh Luchador, and I'm like, oh, okay, this should be pretty fast paced. And instead it was very technical. And then the match, yeah, and then the match started off kind of slow, didn't it? Yeah, like, they had, like, some, like, Lucha-esque, like, chain wrestling sequence. Like, there was a nice, like, Mystican headlock, then Orion head scissors, Mystican handstands out, you know, the whole, whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. But I was, like, the whole time sitting there, and I'm like, am I watching, like, I'm like, I'm watching, like, just some technical-ass wrestling right now. And it's good wrestling, but not what I was expecting. Yeah, it was definitely weird. Like, it started off, I was like, all right, let's see these two fly. Oh. Oh, they're, they didn't. they're not. Oh, and Mystican's got a Ryan and a Cloverleaf now. Which, by the way, I still love the Cloverleaf. It's probably still my favorite submission. Besides Dragon yeah. Sleeper. It was very, very good. Uh, so what, what, were some, what were some spots in this match that were uh, pretty solid? What do we think? Uh, let's see. So after the chain wrestling, the two of them, I recall correctly, like, separate for a bit. Mm-hmm. And, like, they get back into it. And if I recall correctly... The part that really that stood out to me the most was shortly after. Uh, it was the flipping spot with Orion where it didn't go as planned. By the looks of it, was the first thing that sits out in my mind. Mm-hmm. You know which one I'm talking about? I think so. So I don't remember a spot not going as planned. I might. I don't know. Maybe I like looked away at the wrong moment of this match, but I don't think. Let I don't me know. paint this picture for you, Mikey. Okay. And for the folks please. at home. Yeah, please paint the picture for the folks at home. So, Orion basically was in a hold before this, but he got Miskin in a wrist lock on his, like, w- like into his back. 
And Miskin got out of this by flipping out and getting Orion in a wrist lock. And Orion tried to flip out of this wrist lock, but it looked like he didn't completely flip out of the way. And his arm kind of bent weird to me. And it looked like he, for a second, I was like, oh my god, did he just hurt himself? And like, he had to sit in the corner, like, rope break, like, had to like, just sit there holding his arm. And I was like, oh. Uh-oh. Oh, oh no. God. But thankfully the match was fine afterwards. But it was like the moment that stood out to me, because I was just like, oh shit. We went from technical to, ooh. Mm-hmm. And then after this, I think, this is the part where the two of them started shoving each other, right? Yes. They're, like, doing, like, yes, the, the floor is yours. And the guy's like, no, fuck you. We pushed him. The floor is yours, motherfucker. No, no, it's your turn. No, 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 no. You go. Mm-hmm. And then Not this me. kid's like, all right, bet. And he just runs circles around Orion and hits a very nice-looking springboard back elbow. And yes, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Chops the shit out of Ryan's chest. Always on the ropes. Beats him in the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mississippi got aggressive here. Yeah, he did. And uh, we'll in a second we'll describe why that wasn't the best decision for him. No, it wasn't. Uh, because uh, Mississippi, after this big bout of aggression, hits a running elbow, a running knee. Or, sorry, he goes to get aggressive, and he goes to run at Orion on the corner. Orion's able to dodge and get Mistison in the corner, and Orion is able to come back and hit a, uh, hit, sorry, ugh, I fucked it up. Oh, oh, I, how am I lost good. already? Okay, so, uh, Mistison hits a running knee to a bulldog on Orion. Orion ends up kicking out, and then Mistison hits a big leg drop and an elbow, uh, but this doesn't put Orion away because he comes back angrier than before. <laughs> Uh, and he nails some big strikes on Mistison, uh, and he hits a, re- what did they call it, a reverse TKO? Yeah, they call it a reverse TKO, but I was like, that's just an F5. Yeah, basically. But you it know, was, wasn't it? It looked like it to me, but that's how I was going to describe it. I was like, it just looked like an F- it, it, I called it an F5, but reverse TKO sounds cool, too. Yeah, so he, kick- he kicks out of this F5, uh, Mistison kicks out of the F5, and then Orion hits... Orion, after uh, that big move, uh, he ends up hitting a. Uh, he so, has, is this where he hits? He hits the the kick and then into the finisher, right? Yes. So basically, as Mystican is getting up, because at this point in the match, Miss Miss Orion got really aggressive on Mystican in this match, just working over his arm the whole match. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking to myself, because the commentators are like, "These two respect each other." And I'm like, "That doesn't seem very respectful." <laughs> Just targeting a guy's taped up shoulder like that, but okay. These two respect each other. They're great competitors. They they re- meanwhile in the ring they're just like beating the absolute mm-hmm. shit out of each other. And basically up to this point, like Orion got was getting more and more frustrated that like Mistican kept kicking out like just barely. Like after this F five, like he literally kicked out as the ref was just putting her hand to the mat. Like you couldn't have gotten it any closer than this. I like what the I like the refs the the announcers call on this one where they're like, if the ref didn't cut her nails today, this would have this would have been over. Mm-hmm. It's a good ass call. So. He goes to the other side of the ring, and he's like, get up. And he's waiting for him to get up. And the moment he gets up, he hits a, the spinning roundhouse kick, or the mystic kick. The mystic kick, beautiful. And then he follows it up with a springboard spinning cutter, or the Voyager 1, and gets the win. That move yes. was fucking awesome. That was like the type of shit I was expecting in this match more of. Yeah, the Voyager 1 was really, really sick, and he ends up getting, and Orion ends up getting the win because of it. Uh, and it was pretty, this whole, this whole match altogether was pretty good. Like we said, kind of not what we expected, mm-hmm. because we were kind of expecting, like, a big lucha, epic, high-flying banger. 
Yeah, like the last time we saw Ryan was, uh, oh, who did he go against pro wrestling legacy? It was the guy who was basically oh, was... like a RoboCop. Yeah, I can't remember his name because I, I don't have my, my old notebook. Hold but, on. Uh, this is what the power of rest of YouTube is for. The power of YouTube, yeah. But that was a that was another good match. We checked him out uh, a few. Not it wasn't that long ago. It wasn't. But I remember uh, we really liked them, so I think that's what made me want to pick another Cosmo Ryan match. Johnny Law. That's it, Johnny Law. And in that one, it was more of like a smaller guy versus a big guy. So Ryan had a lot of really fast paced offense compared to Law's like super big strength one. So I was expecting like these two to just fly at each other, but mm-hmm. instead they were like technical wrestling. And, and I was, was like, like, it was like, wait, what? I was like. Not what I expected, but I'll take it. <laughs> it's still very cool. Yeah, they still did a really good job. They were really showing off uh, that they're versatile, and mm-hmm. they don't, they're not just uh, one-trick yeah. ponies, you know? My only criticism I think I have of this match is that I wish Mystic had sold his arm a bit better. Yes, Like, there was too. a period in this match where literally Orion was working over this shoulder for so long. Like, he just kept cranking on the shoulder, and I thought to myself, all right, he's going to sell it. And then once Mystic started getting, like, the bulldog, he didn't really sell the arm, and I was like, oh... Oh, man. That's a little sad. What well, a bummer. What are you going to give this match, Mikey? I'm going to give it a meh. It was, like, fine. Uh, it wasn't yeah. really what I expected. I uh, I was... It was, like, you know, nothing crazy, nothing too, like, off the wall that, like, blew me away. So, uh, it was cool. Yeah, I also gave it a meh. Pretty good. Uh, solid as hell. Like, if they wanted to show off their chain wrestling, they, they did. It was well executed, outside of, like, the one spot that, for me at least, looked a bit... Eh. Still good. I'll give it a meh. Next match up on our list here, we have... <laughs> this is... Okay, so... Funny story about this, son. Yes. We have watched this match before on this show. It took... What episode are we on? 50 what? Six. We're on episode 63, I believe. Damn, we're at past 60. Fuck, I'm behind. We're on, episode, we're on episode 63, and it took us this long to finally get a repeat. Yep, match. I think I remember like episode two. You and I had like the thought of like, oh god, what do we do? And then and, we uh, and, and then it just it just kind of like naturally never happened, so we just never really worried about it. And then today we get on, and Mikey's like, ah, uh, uh, I've seen this match, bro. Yeah. So here's the thing. I think I know this happened because Zach never watched this match. Yes, technically, I, I've uh, only told him about it because I watched this match on Independent Waters. By the way, this must have been a good week because I feel like you would have given me this match because this is a fun match to watch. Yes, yeah, I was, I was in a, I was in a, a comedy match mood when I brought this one to the table because I love Danhausen. I mean, I, uh, I won't who, lie. who doesn't love, who doesn't love the very nice, very evil Danhausen? Yes, uh, or as someone online liked to call it, and I love the description. He's basically like a very evil but polite. Pee- he's a very evil Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> very evil Pee Wee Herman, and yes. I, or like a demonic Pee Wee Herman. I'm just like, I love it. I'm like that. That's very accurate to him. And uh, you know, with Danhausen being on Twitter, and you know, uh, Billy Ass and the Ass Boys and all that, mm-hmm. I was in a mood for a Danhausen match this week. Yes, and we got, and we brought to the table uh, Brian Johnson versus Danhausen from Ring of Honor. Excuse me, that's the Mecca Brian Johnson. Team. Sorry, the Mecca Brian Johnson. Uh, this is after their. This is after one of their fights at Final Battle. Uh, I believe in which Danhausen got the win. Yes, Danhausen, from what I've heard on commentary, he had to win this match to get that match to get his contract into Ring of Honor. And Johnson was very upset that he lost, or that he even had to wrestle Danhausen in the first place, let alone that he lost to him. 
Yes, and this is Brian Johnson trying to get some revenge. Yes, and uh, he was... <laughs> like how Danhausen came out in his entrance, like, Johnson's all serious, Danhausen's just got a sack of money that he has with him, he's like, this is my mm-hmm. ring of honor money. Bow- because because in, that, cause in that final battle match is when he won his contract, right? Mm-hmm. Is the story, so he had a yes. big bag of cash, yeah. I, and he comes in and he keeps mispronouncing Brian Johnson's name. Points the fucking Titan Tron. It's like they spelled your name wrong, John Stone, and he's like, "No, it's Johnson." <laughs> wow, it's Those, the Mecca, Brian Johnson. What gets me is that there's a later point in this match where you can hear Danhausen calling him John Stone, and he calls him it so much that he calls himself Johnston. Yeah, he like leaves the ring and he's like, "What are you doing, Johnson?" And he's like, "My name is Johnstone. Wait." <laughs> Wait a second. Like, <laughs> Very good. Shut Danhausen up. called him it so much he convinced him it was his name. I Danhausen, man, he's got such a his wrestling is like it's good, but like his he's got such a presence in the ring and I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's really really good. So let's get uh, into the match. Speaking why don't which, we? So it starts it starts off with a funny uh they go for the handshake because that's Ring of Honor rules. Yes. Uh but Brian Johnson makes it very 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 clear. That he doesn't want this handshake. And he's Dan- only doing it because he, ha- he has to. And Hal's just like, okay, well, that's fine. I, st- I still need the handshake. Yeah, it's like, come on, just just do it. Like, stop complaining. I like how this match starts, and Dan Housen tries to hit a pump kick, which apparently he caught Johnson off with last time. Mm-hmm. But Johnson catches like, no, 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 I'm not having this happen again. Not this, not again. No, no, no. And then Dan Housen ducks him uh, when he tries to punch him, and he gets him into a magistral cradle, or la magistral. Mm-hmm. And, uh... <laughs> I like the spot here where like Johnston like eventually like throws Danhausen uh Danhausen runs the ropes after this and Johnston catches him and throws him up like he's gonna catch him in the air like kinda like some figure skating thing and Danhausen mm. just drop kicks him after this. Yes, that was really funny. Mm-hmm. Very nice looking spot. This is after this is when he rolls out of the ring and like he spends so long talking shit and <laughs> Yeah, Dan he's going Housen... out of the ring, he's just walking around, and then he tries to like Sneak attack Danhausen sometimes and like slide in and like get him off guard, but then Danhausen sees him coming, so he rolls back out. Mm-hmm. Or like runs past him, mm-hmm. and then eventually he finds a microphone and he's like, "You know what? Oh no, never mind. Hold on, I've, I've messed up the time for this." So eventually, though, he does catch Danhausen by his legs, mm-hmm. pulls him out from under the ring, catches him inside the uh, the ring canvas, and he just he basically just beats Danhausen to a pulp. Yes. And then he goes to the announcer's or the, the timekeeper's desk, and he finds a microphone, turns it on, and he proceeds to cut a promo on Danhausen. I'm the, the best professional the wrestler around. I had to fight against jokes like this. Just all that. He's so upset that Danhausen is even a fucking competitor in Ring of Honor, let alone yeah. this match. I yeah, love. He is. He is not happy that Danhausen's around. I. The com- comedic timing after this is great because. So Johnson gets up on the apron. He's still cutting this promo. And Danhausen just pops his head up from the cam. He's like, Rah! and Johnson nah! tries to kick him in the face. Like, full on sprint, goes to kick. Danhausen ducks, and he just cartoon slips and just fully, like, commits to the bit and wipes out to the outside. It was so funny how hard he committed and just, like, went, like, it literally looked like he slipped on a banana peel. Exactly. And, like, a cartoon. He's like, whoop. Oh, <laughs> uh, you could have put a fucking... Like, you could hear the sound effect, Exactly. Right? Literally. And then I like how Dan Allen sees the mic. He's like, oh, yes. And he gets onto the ring and he starts going, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Kicks him in the face. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Because if any of you don't know, Dan Allen has a spot in the indies where he has 
Tequila. You know, where, where you don't right. have to worry about copyright issues. Yes. And he has to play this, the tequila. I forgot the name of the song, but it's the song that yelled, tequila! And it's, you know what it's called? Tell me it's tequila. It's tequila. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just singing it with the mic, kicking him in the face. Instead of saying tequila, because, you know, copyright, he goes, Danhausen! Danhausen! Like, and I remember going like, yes, very evil, very nice Danhausen. <laughs> it was very, very solid. Mm-hmm. So after this devastating offense... Dan Housen gets Johnson back in the ring, and mm-hmm. uh, he goes, hops over the top rope and tries to spring, like, kind of like slingshot suplex, German suplex him. But Johnson, like, forces the ref to get them apart, and then he pokes Dan Housen in the eye because he's an asshole. Yeah, Johnson's really playing up the, the heel shenanigans in this in this match. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a nasty spot after this where, like, I think he sunset flips Dan Housen, but he throws him through the, like, between the bottom and middle rope to the outside. Mm-hmm. And then he suicide dives him, clotheslines him from the top rope, and then he just destroys him with a lariat in the ring. And I was like, oh my god. Only get some two, yeah. though. He just wrecked him. And I'm like, <laughs> I love him after this, too. He's like, what? And Dan Housen's like, the rest like, two. And Dan Housen just puts his fingers in his face with the two. He's like, that was two. He's, <laughs> like, he's like, get the fuck away from me. Get out of here. Fucking piece. Yeah, Dan Housen just wants to make sure Brian Johnson knows it was only has two. Has to be clear, it was two. Has to be clear. Got to make it. Got to make one hundred percent sure everyone knows. He uh he assaults Dan Housen's ribs after this though. Yeah, goes really really hard. Like he's beating him down, kicking him in the ribs, puts him in a abdominable stretch. Like he just keeps kneeing him in the ribs. Like when he like he throws him into the Irish, like he goes to Irish whip him, but he holds his arm so he yanks him back towards him and knees him in the ribs. He then, like, puts him in an abdominal stretch and grabs the ropes. I like how Dan's begging for the ref, and he's calling him Ted, when his name's not Ted. Mm-hmm. His so, name's not Ted. It's like, oh, I forgot the name of who it was. I feel like my name's, my head says Carlos, but I'm awful with names, so that's probably wrong. I am not sure. But he's like, Ted, help! And, the, and I'm just <laughs> laughing, because I'm like, who the fuck's Ted? <laughs> help me! And... The, but the whole time this is happening, like, Johnson's, like, grabbing the ropes and, like, just avoiding the ref, who keeps, like, almost catching him, holding onto the top rope. Mm-hmm. But he does every, catch Every him time he does it, he's like, no, no I'm like, not doing it. He gives no, him, like, no the way. you. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and he finally catches him. He's like, I, know, right. I know you're up to something, right? Yep. And then he finally catches him. He's like, I found you. Let go of the hole. <laughs> and he, one, two. And Dan eventually, Danhausen gets the opening he needs, and he arm drags Johnson off of him. And he goes for this elbow drop that he, Johnson had rolled out of the way of this before. So he rolls again, and Dan Housen's like, well, I didn't drop yet. So and he just elbow drops his back. <laughs> Which mm-hmm. I... Very... There was a lot of good spots here that are, like, just standard. But, like, I feel like they were enhanced by just the comedic timing of Dan Housen and Johnson. Yeah. Like, Johnson was such a serious wrestler in this match. And Dan Housen was just, like... He was just Danhausen about this match. I can't even describe anything else. Yeah, he was just being Danhausen, and Johnson played such a good part of just like, I'm so over this, and I just want to wrestle. Mm-hmm. So after this uh, elbow drop, Danhausen goes for a Northern Lights suplex, but his ribs get out, give out from him again. This is where this is. This is an example of where the wrestler remembered their, that the ribs had been injured and sold it. Like Danhausen for the rest of this match was gripping his ribs. Like, even running seemed like it was an effort for him. Mm-hmm. Fucking loved it. Yeah. Somebody who actually knows, who, somebody who actually sold their injury. Right? Yeah. And then, uh, then Dan Housen hits a fucking disgusting sounding headbutt that looked great. Yeah. 
So the two of them get knocked a, down. A, a dope spot for sure. They're now in opposite corners, and Danhausen uppercuts Johnson in the face. He goes to run away, and Johnson tries to like club him over the back there as he follows him. But Danhausen ducks it and hits the Northern Light suplex this time. Very nice, very Danhausen. Very, very Danhausen. Yes. By the way, I love how. The commentators got so into the Danhausen gimmick that they just started saying that was very Danhausen. Like they it was just, very Danhausen. They were just starting to speak like Danhausen. I just loved it. <laughs> it listen, he, very he's, Danhausen. It, uh, it, his his attitude is contagious. Right? It really is. So after this Northern Lights suplex, Danhausen still clutching his ribs spears Johnson into the. I call. I almost called him Johnston. Oh my god. <laughs> god. Brian Johnstone. Spears him into the corner, jumps over the outside, says, please come over here. And he does, because he's hurt. And he just... Please? please. <laughs> shoulders him in the gut, then hops over the top rope, hits the snap German suplex like, that he went for before, then hoists him up onto his shoulders to go for the fucking good night, Housen. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's just the GTS, for all intents and purposes. Uh, excuse you, the good GN... H, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I don't again, know why that took me so long to figure out. Because like, like it's like instead of go to it's instead of go to it's good night housing. So it's like, what do you do? Do you G H N? Yeah, G N H. G N H. Good night housing. Yeah. But again, his ribs give out, so he instead pump kicks Johnson in the face. So Johnson goes to the apron and he guillotines Dan Housen over the top rope as he comes towards him. Goes to the top rope, hits Danhausen with a diving crossbody, but Danhausen, mid th- him in the air, just looks at him and he does the Samoa Joe where he just kind of steps to the side and just lets him just wipe out. Yep. And then, at like just like some picture perfect fresco shit, Danhausen sees him laying on his stomach, does groany pain, and he just hops, like flips over him and locks his arms behind the back of his neck and locks in a fucking cattle mutilator. Mm hmm. Johnson wasn't very happy about it though, no. and he uh, immediate and immediately got to the ropes. I was so surprised Dan Housen hit the, the cattle mutilator out of elf moves that I was like, okay, I was like, all right, all right, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Gets the rope break, kicks out of Dan Housen's, um, he then kicks out Dan Housen's like leg as he's hanging onto the rope. So Dan Housen falls face first into his knee, which I thought was a awesome looking spot actually. Yeah, I feel like more wrestlers should do stuff like that. I agree. It was really sick. They trade up roll-ups for a bit. Dan Housen then spikes Johnson with a cradle DDT to the mat. Goes to crawl over him, barely gets a two. Stands mm-hmm. up. He goes to grab his bottle of teeth now. Now, Johnson then immediately spears him in the corner and hoists him up on the top rope. And the teeth distract him for a second because he sees them on the ground because they're the reason he lost last time. Yes. Because apparently the ref got the teeth in his eyes and was blinded, so Dan Housen beat him. <laughs> From what I've got. <laughs> Incredible. So Dan Housen slaps him in the face when he turns around after throwing the teeth away. And he goes for a move, but Johnson cuts him off by hitting the top rope and crotching him. Yes. Dan Housen's still on the top rope at this point, so Johnson grabs a hold of his neck, drags him out into, like, into the ring so his legs, his feet are still hooked on the top rope, and he just hits him with a cutter. Which yeah, was which was awesome. Awesome. If more people use that as their finisher, I wouldn't be surprised. No. But does it get him the win, though? This, it doesn't. Dan Housen kicks out. This pisses him off. He's yes. so mad. He sees these teeth. He grabs on the rest like, no, no, it's not happening again. The teeth got in my eyes last time. I'm not letting the teeth happen again. And he's like, okay, you want to get rid of these teeth? 
So he pours him on the fucking ground like an asshole and tells the ref to pick him up. Unbelievable. And really, he, a, really a dick move here. What a fucking twat. So then after That's this... That's why they call him Brian Johnson, because he's a dick. <laughs> sure. Accurate. <laughs> Don't know, actually. But anywho. So the ref, of course, can't let the teeth just lay on the, on the mat. That could affect the match. So he goes to scoop him up, put him out of the ring. And Danhausen <laughs> gets up, like, double-leg takedowns Johnson as he goes for him. Launches... All right, no, never mind. I messed this up. Rewind this for a sec. So the ref's got to pick up these teeth now, right? Mm-hmm. So the ref is picking these up, and Johnson goes and he undoes the top turnbuckle. And he goes and turns his attention to Danhausen. He's like, all right, I'm going to throw this dumbass into this turnbuckle, and I'm going to end this. But Danhausen double-leg takedowns him, and then just catapults him into the exposed turnbuckle, and then hits yep. the good Nighthausen. Yes. Danhausen, I thought, was going to win this match, but... Johnson rolled out of the ring. He had enough wherewithal as he was passing out to roll away. He hit him with the move so hard, he got knocked out of the ring, and Danhausen mm-hmm. couldn't get the pin. So Danhausen's like, well, I have to get him now. And as he's going to get him, you see Johnson found the mic from before. But they cut the promo, he cut the promo on. He turns the mic off, and he pats it a bit to make sure it's off. He waits for Danhausen to go pick him up. Because the ref at this point has seen the turnbuckle, and he's like, well, i got to fix this now. This poor ref is like, there's teeth on the floor, the turnbuckle pad's missing, ugh. What the fuck is going on? I don't get paid for enough for this. Gotta fix everything. And as he's doing this, Johnson brains Danhausen with the mic, and then pins him, puts his feet on the bottom ropes just to make sure. One, two, three. And the ref doesn't see this time. Yeah, the ref had a lot in his mind, as we were just talking about. Yeah. I thought yeah, this the, was ref, a... the, ref, the ref had a lot going on. So, Mikey, I know you've reviewed this match. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna give just my personal opinion of this match because that's because it's you know yours is probably different from the last time you watched this match, but I thought this was a solid match that was carried, in my opinion, by mm. just the character work from these two. Like this match was solid on its own, but like I love Danhausen's work throughout the whole match. This is a pandemic match too, so these two just went above and beyond to keep interacting with each other and kept me by proxy interacting in with the match and it just made spots like i said before that were just that would have normally been standard much better with the timing and like how they each sold their offense you know what i mean mm-hmm. that's my opinion on the match mikey this would be fun so what do you th- what's your uh updated opinion on this match if you have anything different uh i think i gave this match way back uh like 40 episodes ago I think I gave this match a high meh, and I think I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to join you on there. Yeah, I like it. Uh, it's a good match. I don't think it makes that mark out territory, but it uh, made me laugh. It was funny. Uh, Brian Johnson getting the upper hand here and uh, acting like he won uh, the Super Bowl, as the announcer said, was uh, pretty <laughs> funny. Because when he won, he was like, I won? I won! I did it! And he's freaking out. He's and it's freaking like, out. The announcers are like, yeah, but you have to put your feet on the ropes and poke him in the eye and hit him with a microphone and then do and yeah, take and off the turnbuckle also called pad. him a joke and said he didn't deserve to be here in the first yeah. place. <laughs> so it was just funny. I, 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 listen, it was, I think it was good for, uh, I think it was solid, a solid matchup and it was very entertaining. So high met for me. Agreed here. Dan Housen, right. please go to AEW. I would... I would kill to see him in AEW just to see what they, he would, could pull off on there. Right now, right now, unfortunately, he's in the wheelchair because he got hurt. Get better, Danhausen. Your our support is with you. Yes, I believe he has a GoFundMe page, or he's selling like 
merch to to go help him. So go buy some if you're a fan of Danhausen. He needs it right now. Very nice. Uh, very evil. Dude, dude got hurt. He is very nice, very evil, and he can use your very nice, very evil money. And if for some reason you have not because... heard of the sensation that is Danhausen, look. You can look him up on YouTube. He's got a YouTube channel. You could go on his Twitter. The man is just top, like top grade top entertainer. Tier. Yeah, I top tier. can't get enough of him. He is absolutely wonderful in every way, shape, and form. And he needs your help to deal with the not very nice, but definitely very evil medical bills. <laughs> yes. Uh, anyway, next up on the program, we got Heather Monroe versus Danny Jordan from Hurricane Pro. And it is a Halloween episode. Yes. Uh, I was actually, one thing I noticed immediately was that Danny Jordan has gotten in better shape since the last time I've seen her. Like, it, yeah, okay. Like, I was act, I was like, oh, like, nice. I'm like, alright, cool. let's go. And then I saw Heather Monroe, and I was like, alright, like, this should be a good match between these two. These both were good, like, solid competitors. And mm-hmm. that's my feeling mm-hmm. on this match. Yeah, uh, and, uh, I forgot how they both came out. I think Heather Monroe came out dressed as, like, a devil, right? Yes, she came out as the devil. And, and Danny Jordan came out as a mean girl, because she had the burn book. From yeah, the, she's the got movie. the burn book. That's her, uh, that's her signature. She had that when she was in Dark, when I first saw her, and during the pandemic. Really? Yep. I didn't know that. Yep, that's why that's I funny. said she looked better. Last time I saw her was the beginning of the pandemic. She was, like, one of the first Dark matches I think I saw. Because I was like, oh, they're using Independent Town. I'm like, okay, this should be cool. Fun fact, uh, that's where I actually learned about Kylan King in the first place before I oh, there we go. used her match or found one of her matches on the, God, one of the early-ass episodes of Indie Waters. AEW Dark introducing us to a bunch of new people. Oh, uh, I won't even lie when I say that. I'll go on the Dark cards and look for names and be like, and go into the comments and see who people are raving about and then try to find a match for them. Man, you ever hear of uh, uh, Avery Good? Whew. <laughs> I love that fucking name so much. <laughs> I love that name so much. It's still so funny. It's still oh. so funny. I don't I don't think it ever won't be funny. I still oh man. You you can listen to it later, but when we when we went to AEW, there you, there's like a whole section where Mikey and I were talking about how we didn't realize why everyone was popping off about that name. And then it just hit us as we were walking back from the show. After we were scrolling through Twitter and have and needed people to explain the joke for us. Cause hey, for those who don't know, Avery Good is the indie wrestler a very good professional wrestler. <laughs> Such a good name. So when he went on AEW Dark, he needed like an actual in-ring name, I guess, because I guess they wouldn't let him use a very good professional wrestler. So he picked Avery Good, which is amazing. I love it so <laughs> it's a much. a really great play on words. Anyhow. Because the joke is funnier when you explain it, right? Yeah, totally. That's how it works? 100%. That's how it, all the great comedians <laughs> explain their jokes right after it. Exactly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so why don't we get into this one? Uh, Heather Monroe and Danny Jordan from Hurricane Pro. Mm-hmm. Uh, this match was pretty solid. Danny Jordan went for, like, a quote-unquote handshake in the beginning and immediately <laughs> go. And, like, she goes to shake Heather Monroe's hand. Heather Burrow's like, I don't know about this one. But she, like, goes for it anyway, and then J- Danny Jordan tries a cheap shot, and Heather Monroe's like, yeah, I figured that was coming, yeah. and blocks it. Just like how before this, they're, like, trash-talking each other. Ma- like, Jordan's got, like, a picture of Heather Monroe that looks very unappealing. Like, it looks it's like one of those, like, someone found, like, an ugly face, like, in mid-talking of someone, and she just has it in the book. And she's yeah, making like fun the- of her, and then she's like, let's be friends. It's like the meme where it's like, uh, where it's like, 
your profile picture on Facebook versus the pictures you're tagged in. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and the pictures you're tagged in are always worse. Always. See, so yeah, Monroe, like I said, she's been around the block for a bit. Catches her. She's like, ah, it's not gonna fucking work. So she, uh, Irish whoops Jordan. The two go back and forth for a bit, and then uh, they each duck a roundhouse kick from each other, and then mm-hmm. Jordan suplexes Monroe, and then she yeah. starts to grind her down. Yep. Yeah, Jordan's in control for a solid amount of this match. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot. It was it was very back and forth to start, but then Jordan easily takes control and starts uh, starts getting a little aggressive towards Monroe and just beats her down for a bit. Mm-hmm. And then uh, this is cut off eventually when I believe uh, let's see uh, she outpaced Jordan and kicked her legs out and drop kicked her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and before she started chopping her in the while she's on the ropes, pummeling her down, getting some payback, obviously. Yep. She uh, overhead hip tosses her is what the announcers called it, though I wasn't sure how to describe it. But then she transitions it beautifully into an arm bar. And then we get yeah, to the point in the match gorgeous. where the, it was very good looking. Yeah. And uh, so then they roll out. Then Jordan rolls out of the ring and we get this long, longish segment of the match where Jordan's basically around <laughs> the ring and she's doing the heel thing of like, well, I'm not going to go in the ring yet. I need to recover. And then <laughs> because it's Halloween, as Mikey said. Yep. Some fan had a plastic knife, kind of like a like, scream, with like blood in it, so she grabs yeah, it. Yeah, like one of those knives you get at like Party City, that's, exactly. that's like the, the really shitty plastic ones that have like the blood already, like the, the, the mm-hmm. blood like painted on them. Exactly. So she holds the knife up, and Jordan <laughs> sells this like it's an actually, but she just full-on sprints out of, or like around the ring, just like does everything she can to get out of it. She like grabs her book to defend herself. And then eventually, the two uh, Monroe gets her hands on Jordan, and they brawl on the outside for a bit. I just really like that the whole time that Danny Jordan was getting chased on the outside, there was one like little kid in the audience that was just like screaming to Heather, was like, "Get her! Come on, you can go get her with it!" And it was like, "Jesus, kid!" Relax. Damn this kid! This yeah. kid that got flashbacks to myself when I watched wrestling as a kid when I hated JBL. <laughs> yeah, oh. man, dude, as man, a kid, JBL was a, JBL was he's. Uh, Bro, bad I, person, good heel. Though. I cursed his ass out so bad at Madison Square Garden with the Royal Rumble that when that happened, where John Cena came back. Mm-hmm. I lost my voice cursing out that man and hoping that he would lose his match. And when he did, I was so fucking happy. I you cannot even describe you my elation as a child. Yeah. <laughs> I look back at it and I'm like, yeah, that character was that was a heel character, that's for sure. Yeah, 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 he was. <laughs> so anyhow. Jordan wins this uh, exchange on the outside by chucking Monroe face first into a ring post. And then as Monroe is getting into the ring, she tries to fight Jordan, but gets booted in the face. And Jordan then gets onto the bottom rope, grabs Monroe's head, and spikes her into the mat with a DDT. Which, again, another example of a, a move I've seen thousands of times. Thank you, Randy Orton. But with a little slight modification, I was like, ooh, that's neat. Yeah, very cool. All after this, a lot of Jordan grinding down Monroe. While yeah. mouthing off to the crowd and just being yeah, the basically. heeliest of heels she could be, being the, the or heeliest, girl. The, being the heeliest, she busts out a pair of heelys and like goes around the ring. <laughs> oh God, I feel, I feel like I age because I know that some people on here might not know what heelys are. You know they still exist, right? Do they really? Oh yeah, they 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 still sell them. I literally saw an ad for them on Instagram the other day. Wow. See, now I feel... Okay, I feel less old now, because I was like, ah, those aren't even a thing anymore, are they? Yeah, no, they... They were... They're a thing. They only sell them in kid sizes, but I saw, like, a meme that was, like... I forgot. It was, like, when Healy starts selling adult sizes again. 
and it was like somebody freaking out. Fair enough. I, I think mean, they're gonna go back to selling like adult Hueys. Someday that'll be cool again. It, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it happen. If it ever becomes, I'm gonna buy cool myself again, a new pair of Hueys. I can't I'll, wait. I'll be that old. I'll be that older guy, like that 45 year old guy that's rocking Heelys, and people are like, "Why the fuck do you have Heelys still?" Watch me pull up to GCW at the Hammerstein Ballroom in Heelys. <laughs> it definitely turns some heads. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna Heely towards the ring, and uh, I'm gonna Heely towards my seat, and everyone's gonna freak out. <laughs> not towards the ring because I'm not trying to get kicked out. No, 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 no. <laughs> so. Eventually, this long sequence of being grinded down is broken up when Monroe elbows her way up onto her feet and unleashes a flurry of blows before hitting Jordan with several running strikes, the first of which sends her into the corner. In the corner, she hits a running forearm, a handspring back elbow, a spear, a standing back elbow, and then a double stomp to the back of Jordan's neck. I still Mm -hmm. love this double stomp spot every time I see it for a Heather Monroe match. Yeah. It's just... Very nice. So Jordan kicks out of this, so Mon- and then Monroe picks her up. As she gets her up, Jordan slaps her right across the face. Yeah. And this kicks off the two of them going blow for blow until Monroe slaps Jordan in the face and then just forearms her over and over, just without end. And yeah, right these, when she's these two are control, throwing the these two are throwing big strikes at each other. And speaking of big strikes, Jordan then ducks one of these strikes eventually, and then she just super kicks Monroe in the face. Yeah, and Monroe drops like a sack of bricks. Just mm-hmm. down. Down for the count. Yeah. One, two, Monroe kicks out. So Jordan yep. tries to backdrop her. Backdrop suplex? Backdrop suplex her. But Monroe yep. elbows her way out of it and picks her up in order to nail her with a backpack stunner, which I was, was awesome. not expecting. It was very cool looking, though. It was extremely cool looking. Like, in this spot like this, you expect them to be like, oh, you know, go around German suplex. But Monroe was like, now nah, I'll just pick you up and just stun you. Yup. And I was like, Dope. No, 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 I got this. Mm -hmm. So Monroe, again, doesn't get up the win with this, though, so she's at her wit's end. So she tries to super kick Jordan in the face, but Mm. Jordan catches it. Yes. Slaps her across the face again, and then socks her in the jaw before chucking her into the corner. Except as she pursues Monroe, Monroe uses the corner to hop over her and try to hit her with... Commentary is called this the drag her suplex. The drag hearse. Very good. Very good, very good. A.K.A. a dragon suplex. Yep. But Jordan gets out of it by elbowing Monroe in the jaw before countering that with a German suplex. So then after that, she goes, she runs the ropes, and then she nails Monroe in the back of the head with a shining wizard, but it doesn't put her away again. So after kicking out, Monroe retreats, retreats to the apron again. So Jordan goes for the rope-assisted DDT she did before. But this time, Monroe's got it scouted. And she's able to hold on to the rope, so when Jordan goes up and tries to slam her into the mat, she just falls into the mat by herself. Yeah. Then struggle back and forth until Monroe Irish whips Jordan, kicks her feet out on the rebound, super kicks her in the face, holds her arm horizontally before, like, hanging one leg over that arm. She then grabs her head and then spikes her into the mat with a DDT for the win. Which was awesome. Love the way this looked, this DDT looked. Again, another move that, like, I've seen... I feel like that's the theme of this this episode for me. Moves that, like, I've seen so many times just with a slight twist, and I'm like, I'm in. I'm in. This is great. It's an awesome-looking DDT. Yeah, it was. Uh, overall, I thought this match was solid, though I think the highlights for me were those... A couple spots here, but the main one for me was that Jordan did a really good job at interacting with Monroe in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Like, she was... 
She was doing her damnedest to get herself booed out of that building. And I love yeah. it. Yeah, doing her best to be the absolute heel. Which, uh, by proxy, made when Mamoru made the comeback a lot better. And it also definitely got the kids in the crowd, like, really into it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think I'm going to give this match a meh for me. That's fair. I'm going to also give it a meh. It was solid. Uh, it was just a good wrestling match between these two. Nothing really crazy happened. And it was uh, just a good, a good solid fight. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that is, holy moly, that is all three of our matches done already. Wow, we, uh... We we stormed through this episode. Holy crap. Hmm. We came in on nothing but business. We were ready to go. Uh, we even got off track a couple times, too, there. And we still, like easy yeah still we still just we just hit the 40 minute mark so this is a shorter episode for everyone out there uh which is hey that's cool works for me it's easier to uh it'll be easier to listen to that's for sure yeah yeah for sure for sure as a guy that watches critical role every week listening to something for four (laughs) hours straight can be taxing that's for sure yeah that's fair that's fair all right, so that's all of our matches out of the way this week. So that just leaves us with, uh, we just got the previews and the plugs to get through, right? Yeah, we flew. All right, so why don't we give everybody a little preview of next week? Mm-hmm. Next week, we got, uh, what, okay, so you picked most of the matches for next week. I did. So why don't you tell me the matches you're bringing to the table? We've got, starting up as a, funnily enough, I picked this as I've been thinking about this, another head run room match. We've got Heather Monroe versus. You want to take that again? And again, you're like another. Back. You're like another Monroe match. And, oh God, I, I, I the adrenaline's wearing off. So we've got Heather Monroe versus Rika Tahaka. I believe I said that right from yes. Championship Wrestling from Memphis. Nice. And then we've got number one Jaden Newman versus Do or Die Chip Day from oh, Palmetto Day. Championship Wrestling. We've we had, haven't watched a Chip Day match in a while. The last Chip Day match we had was against I believe, he, I mean it, it's Cameron Grimes now, but his name before that was... Oh, it was definitely something else. I can't remember what it was though. I'm gonna find it in like... But that Tre- match was... Trevor Lee. Trevor Lee Chip Day was an absolute six star banger it was an was hour ridiculous. long but it was fucking worth it It was so good shameless plug watch that fucking match it's a great we, re- we reviewed match. it on this show for sure oh yeah we definitely awesome. did that was a double down i think i gave you that was like, like fifth weekend and i remember i picked an hour and you were like batista why why did you pick an hour long <laughs> match and i'm like i was told it was good it was worth it was worth it it was 100%. worth it anywho all right, and my Mikey? my match next week I'm bringing to the table is Thunder Rosa versus Indy Hartwell from uh, Come on, please from WrestleCon from the Women's Super Show at WrestleCon nice. 2017. So that one's gonna be a fun match for sure. Oh yeah, any match with Thunder Rosa's in is usually great, and Indy Hartwell has won my support. Even though I don't watch NXT too much these days, the stuff I see with her seems good. So Thunder Rosa and Alley Catch just had a banger over the weekend. Of course, I need to they go did. back and watch. Why am I su- Why am I not surprised? They had a They had an absolute banger in their hometown. They were in They were in Houston, I think. They oh, were in Texas, damn. and they're both They're both Texas girls, so it was a a hometown crowd for both of them. I'm gonna have so to. So that match must have been absolutely insane. I, you, or we have to find a way to watch that match at some point. I agree. I agree, hundred percent. That match is probably absolutely sick. Yeah. 
I think it's a GCW show too. So I believe it. it is. I believe it was Thunder Rosa's debut of GCW. Wasn't her debut? She was in the in a scramble match. Oh, was she? Yeah, doesn't surprise me. Yeah, she showed up in a scramble match. Uh, I believe it was the same night Effie and Cardona went at it for the internet title. That that sounds about right. I think it was at that show where she showed up. Either way, she she got she was in like a a, a giant scramble match, and Calvin Tankman was involved, and I was like, hell yeah, hell fucking yeah! <laughs> I want to see Thunder Rosa and Calvin Tankman in the same ring, just beating the crap out of each other. <laughs> that had to be good. That, that, that could be a great match. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. All right. Well, that's all. That's our previews out of the way. That's all of our matches out of the way. That just leaves me with the plugs. So remember to go check out the rest of the shows here on the Countout Network, such as How Do You Talk to Your Friend About Wrestling, Your Dose of Death, Ring Post Radio. We're having a new show. Uh, hit the books. Uh, not hit, hit the books. We haven't done Hit the Books in, like, months. <laughs> Happy Hour. Uh, obviously, the show Independent Waters, and we have a new show coming to the network. Uh, it is an our, our Ring of Honor introspective show from our new our new sign on to the the Countout Network, Sean Taggart, and he is doing a uh, Ring of Honor podcast called Pure. So go check that out whenever it when it drops here on the network, uh, and go check out all of our social media, such as our Twitter, which is at Countout Pod. That that's where we do all of our uh, all of our hanging out, most of our talking. You know, if you want to get in touch with us, Twitter is the best place to do it. That's where we're most responsive. That's where we are hanging out the most and doing our most uh, interacting with every with the the wrestling world. So go check us out over there, or you can like us on Facebook. You can follow us on. You can subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch, which uh, Twitch.tv/countout, and the YouTube and Facebook are Countout a Wrestling Podcast Network. So go check those out and subscribe and follow over there as well. And, of course, subscribe to us on Red Circle. And you could also subscribe to us using our website, countoutpod.com slash membership, where you can sign up to be a member of the Countout Network. And for $5 a month, you can get exclusive access to special audios that we have recorded over time, and they are all very funny and very cool. So go check those out and become a member. Uh, you'll, you get so many cool things and we really want you to hop on and, and your $5 can go, you can split it up however you want it. So you can customize your donation as much as you feel like. And, uh, I think it's really cool. So go, go, uh, help us out over there and go subscribe to the cannot network over on cannotpod.com slash membership. You can also buy some merch from cannotpod.com slash store. We got t-shirts, stickers, uh, hopefully soon hats. Uh, and you know, we're gonna, we're, we're doing some fun stuff over there so uh go check out all of our socials and i think that wraps it up zach you got anything to plug yet me neither so that just leaves me with one thing left to say and that is to remember that there's a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there so never stop exploring
This has been a Countout Podcast.